0: Welcome to the All in a Homeschool Day podcast. You're listening to episode 52. If you're like most of my listeners, you too wear many hats and have a lot of demands on your time. It's difficult to juggle it all as a homeschool mom, and it's easy to be overwhelmed by everything you need to do. This show is not about finding the right curriculum or doing all the right things. It is a real life look at homeschooling in a way that's right for your family And in this episode, I want to tell you about my reflections on the 2019-2020 school year and what I'm going to do about that and how I am personalizing our homeschool experience for my children. Before we get started, though, I want to invite you to a free workshop. If you have questions about homeschooling and what a homeschool day looks like and um, if it's a good fit for your family, I encourage you to join me for the Homeschool 101 workshop. You can find out more information about that at triumphantlearning.com forward slash homeschool101workshop. Okay, so let's get into my reflections on last year. So I try to take time at the end of every term to go through homeschool evaluations. And it's basically a time for me to think back on the previous term and like at the end of the year now on the previous year and think about what went really well, what I want to change, um, just kind of take that 10,000 foot view to see how it's all going. So here are some things that we noticed, and I use the term we because several of these my daughters actually pointed out to me because I had not noticed them. That is one of the huge benefits that we have found of turning over responsibility for our children's education to them. We've talked about this a lot to them about how I'm facilitating their education, but it's their responsibility to learn. And so part of that responsibility includes them... um, giving me feedback and telling me what's working from their perspective and what's frustrating them, what they really like. Now, sometimes I can do something about those frustrations or what's holding them up. Sometimes I can't, but it's important that they continue giving me that feedback. So here's what we noticed. So my younger daughter told me that, you know, she really wasn't enjoying the school year. And at first, it took her a little while to figure out how to articulate what the concern was. Ends up that she did not have enough living subjects for the year. We had changed some things around. Uh, We had changed around how we were doing her spelling. We had changed up her history curriculum. And if you look at it, it really was more of a bare bones education instead of that living feast that I wanted to be providing for her. She was still getting a good education. She was actually accomplishing the goals that I had set out for her for the year. But what I had failed to recognize was that she was not reading enough living books to really bring her education to life. So this was exciting for me from one perspective in that she has learned what a living book is and what uh, is inspiring about it and the importance of it and just the need to have that in her education. My older daughter also had a revelation about her school year. So Throughout the school year, it felt like she was barely getting her work done. It seemed like she was being pretty diligent. She's been working on some time management skills over the past couple of years and really trying to take charge of her own time and assume the responsibility for that. And it seemed like she would get to the end of the school day and just be spent, that she was then vegging out, she wasn't engaging in other creative pursuits like she had in the past. And neither of us could quite put our finger on what it was until towards the very end of the school year, when we realized that so many of her subjects that year were a level up from what she had been working. And so it was challenging her too much in too many areas that she was having a difficult time doing anything else creative and um, engaging her brain the rest of the day. She literally was just spent from what she was doing with her schoolwork. So that is a huge amount of self-awareness that she was able to realize that. And it was so helpful for me and actually really encouraging for me because I was concerned that she was not using her time well in the afternoons when really she just, she couldn't do anymore. And I've had days like that too, where I get to the end of the day and I just want to veg out, even though I desperately want to read a book, I can't. So those are some things that my daughters had recognized. What I recognized was that we were not being consistent with our family subjects. I had changed up the schedule from previous years and we were not um, doing those family subjects at the same time. And I was trying to put them in at a different point in the schedule and I never could regain it. So Just that simple adjustment was so much that I had a hard time adding those subjects in and it it got to the point where the rest of the schedule was working really well for the girls and I didn't want to throw that off for them. So I gave myself some grace that if we didn't accomplish the family subjects, I was okay with that and next year would be a new year. We also realized that this year was the first year that everybody was working independently for the vast majority of their subjects. I still was involved and helping them as they had problems, I was still checking in with them, I was listening to narrations, and yet I was not reading aloud any lessons to them. And we realized we all really missed that. I had to go through an adjustment process as each girl came to that new level where they were learning independently and they didn't need me to be so directly involved. That was actually really hard for me because I enjoyed the time that I got to connect with them. I enjoyed being able to connect over, similar, over the same stories and be able to have those conversations. And so it changed, it shifted over the past couple of years and it was a hard adjustment for me to let go of that. But we realized this year that with me not reading anything aloud, we were all really missing it. So I ended up reading two to four evenings a week with each girl. So we ended up having a separate time for each one. And I read whatever they want me to read aloud. We've read uh, some fiction books. We've read more like self-help books in terms of learning more about our personalities. We've read uh, biographies. Kind of wherever their interests are taking them, we curl up on the couch and we read together. So I found a way to reconnect even though i was no longer reading their lessons aloud to them i also realized that both girls actually dramatically improved their time management skills this past year they still have some areas they need to work on but they've made huge progress And I learned an important lesson that I need to be more proactive in providing them accountability, but I need to provide that accountability in a very different way than I have in the past. So previously, they needed me to uh, remind them, you need to go do X, Y, Z. And then later in the day, have you done this X, Y, Z? And now as I'm trying to get them to assume the responsibility for um, accomplishing the tasks, the school tasks and the chores that they need to do, I have to change my frame of reference. I have to change my vocabulary and have more of that mentor mindset instead of uh, mom trying to make sure they get everything done. So a couple of ways that I have done that is each morning as we're having breakfast, I'll say, so what is it you want to accomplish today? And they will tell me the, um, Tasks that they want to accomplish, the goals that they want to work on, as well as any chores that they're supposed to be doing. And if they leave something off that I feel is important enough that they need to get it done that day, I'll say something like, And remember, I need you to do this. Or, Now, what about this chore? When are you planning to do that? So, still trying to give them that. Uh, control over when and how they're accomplishing what they need to do while reminding them it does still need to get done. The other thing I will do is ask them, not every day, but periodically, how do you want me to hold you accountable? I've had this conversation with each girl and I know how each one prefers for me to do that. And so um, during our morning check-in time when I ask them what they want to accomplish, I might ask them, do you want me to hold you accountable? Do you want me to do what we've talked about before? Sometimes they'll say no, but usually they do want that. But if I have prefaced it with, now you've asked me to do this, do you still want me to do that today? They're much more receptive to it than me saying, you said you were going to do this, now make sure you get that done. And I'll be real honest, it is a hard shift to change your mindset for that. There have been multiple days that I have totally failed and they've gotten frustrated and they've expressed their displeasure with me, nagging them. And I've had to go to them and apologize and say, I'm really sorry. I goofed up. I'm trying hard to just provide that accountability for you. And I didn't another reflection that we had was that we really struggled to find science and math curriculums for both girls this year. We thought we had uh, good options chosen at the beginning of the year, and they just didn't work out well. And we switched curriculums. And for one of one of my daughters, it just, we actually switched again. It just did, That one didn't work either. So we ended up wasting time and energy on that. And that's, You know, to some extent, that's something that we can't really control. Every now and then, we'll have curriculum fails, and you just have to recognize that that happens, give yourself grace, and move on. And I had to adjust my expectations of what they would accomplish, but I still had to make sure that they were accomplishing enough Uh, to be able to move forward, and for one of my daughters to receive the high school credit that she needed. So she actually had to do a little bit of work this summer to finish up the course that we ended up using for science. So she's really excited about next year having Uh, two curriculums that she's really looking forward to one she's actually already started because she just loves math and so she's actually already started that and is really enjoying it and the other is a curriculum that a friend uses so we're pretty confident in that Uh, so sometimes you know your curriculum choices they just don't work out and you have to just move on and recognize that, you know, it's going to happen every now and then. This has been the first time that we've had this happen to this extent. So thankfully, most of the time what we have works or we're able to tweak it enough that it's uh, not a big deal. So my overall conclusions for the year were that the time and effort that I put in when they were younger to help them learn what a living book is and help them learn how to learn has really paid off. That was a huge investment of time and effort. Sometimes it was really frustrating, but they and I are all so thankful that they're able to recognize living books and they are able to recognize when what they're learning is not really working well for them. Another conclusion was that Turning over responsibility for their education has really helped them take the initiative to problem solve. Both of them recognized that their year was not going as well as it has in the past. It was not going as well as we had planned. And they were able to communicate that with me because I have talked about how it's their responsibility. They felt comfortable telling me, hey, something's not going right, but I can't quite figure out what it is. Also, even though I tried really hard to keep our schedules under control, I try to have us under-scheduled so that we have extra time in both our school schedule and our extracurricular activities that we're not rushed and we have free time, but I underestimated how some of the subjects would challenge actually both of my daughters, but more so my older daughter, and how she really needed a lighter schedule or she needed uh she needed some other adjustment so even our best plans sometimes don't work out so i have three final conclusions that i want to share with you as we wrap up to encourage you to do a year-end evaluation, hopefully some term evaluations too. And I will link back to a post I've written about how you can do those evaluations. So first, reflecting on last year has allowed me to better plan for next year. I took all of those issues into consideration and have put plans in place to mitigate those. Also, involving my children in the process is so invaluable. Just hearing their feedback, hearing what's working, hearing what's not working, and having them take that responsibility has helped us to improve their homeschool experience. And most importantly, no homeschool year will be perfect. We need to give our children grace. We need to give ourselves grace and recognize that, you know, some years are just off. And for us, this year was just off. Um, And actually, it was a good year for that to happen because we recorded a couple of videos talking about homeschooling and what they like, what they don't like, how it's gone. And I just wanted to encourage parents who are considering homeschooling And help them to have a glimpse into what a homeschool day and a homeschool life looks like. And because of the year that we had this past year, my daughters were able to provide an incredibly realistic glimpse into that. And that they absolutely love homeschooling. And they wouldn't trade it for the world. But, you know, some years it just doesn't go well. And sometimes we have challenges that we have to face and their character building experiences. So it's been fun hearing them process that as well. So as I wrap up, I want to encourage you to uh, do evaluations and consider how your homeschool year has gone. If you would like help planning your next homeschool year or establishing the atmosphere where your children love to learn, where your children want to assume responsibility for their education, I encourage you to check out the homeschool roadmap. I will be running an intensive this fall where I will walk you through that process with a community of parents doing the same thing you can find out more about that at triumphantlearning.com forward slash homeschoolroadmap. I hope that you found encouragement from this episode and you are ready to face your homeschool day with confidence and joy. You've got this. And I'd appreciate it if you would take a moment to leave a rating and review for the podcast. That helps other homeschool moms find the podcast so they can be encouraged too. Until next time, have a triumphant day.